Welcome to the Every Thought Matters podcast, where I get a chance to talk to people about their thoughts, their journeys, and have a little fun and hopefully learn something about ourselves along the way. So please click like, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a comment, and thank you so much for listening. It truly means a lot to me. Have a great day, and remember, every thought does matter. This episode of the Every Thought Matters podcast features Natasha Galano. I've known Natasha for many years, dating back to my time in L.A. She's a two-time cancer survivor and is one of the most optimistic people I know, and she truly lives it. She talks about that on this podcast, and it, for me, was truly inspiring. I hope you get inspired by her story and how she lives her life. Enjoy. Hi, I'm here with Natasha Galano on the Every Thought Matters podcast. I can't talk today, apparently, but hey, Natasha, good to see you and good to hear from you. Hey, I'm so happy to be here with you and um, to finally connect again. It's been a long time. Yeah, and I was sitting back and preparing for this, which I don't do a lot of preparation, but I'm like, where did we meet? I was thinking about that too. That's so funny. <laughs> I couldn't I remember. Thinking, was it some film festival thing? I don't know. I honestly, I don't remember exactly where we met or like through what. It was through like some kind of program. I don't know. It was through something. And then I think we went out to coffee a couple of times. Right. Um. And then that was it. It was like, you know, kind of just, you know, in the industry, you meet people all the time who become, you know, friends slash acquaintances and, you know, you find connections with people and, you know, they come in and out of your lives and you reconnect and then you, you know, you lose contact, but then like you again reconnect, like, you know, it's just the way that actually life is in general, period. So it is a microcosm of life, but I was sitting there busting my brain going, how did I meet Natasha? Cause we used to do coffee like on sunset Boulevard, I think on that little coffee shop there. And I always remember your positivity and has, has that always been something you've had throughout your life? Cause I know you hit rock bottom a couple of times and you still remain like the most positive person. I know even when I was, going through whatever you're like think about this think about this that's always been your nature um thank you first of all um i yes um it has always been something um but for me it started off as like a coping mechanism just because of you know and we all do it to cope really from what's really going on but like as a kid um you know i had a really kind of traumatic i had a lot of trauma that happened to me as a kid so i would um try to um kind of like go above and beyond when i was outside of my house you know what i mean or like or Mm -hmm. to compensate for like you know, the lack of whatever I was receiving at home than to just, you know, bring that kind of to the outside world, I think. So that's probably how it started. Um, And then as I started just going through things and learning it, you know what, I think it's also because I have come into this time in, in and space right now as just an aware being and it, it's been easier for me to learn about my you know about not just my experiences but learn from people around me a little bit more than it is for some others who just you know haven't gotten to that time and space yet or that awareness mm-hmm. um but yeah it's been a growth process um throughout my life and just living and learning man <laughs> right i mean, but you that was what drew me to you and i still maybe by the end of this podcast i'll remember where we met but that's why i kind of stuck to you like velcro because like wow this she's as positive about life as i am and we all have our moments and grant granted i have mine and you know 
my behind the scenes is probably not the same as everybody else's, but you've always gave me that impression that, okay, the cup's going to be half full no matter what's happening to me. And you've been, to me, in my personal opinion, you've done that throughout your career. And that's hard to do, especially when you're in the entertainment business. Describe how that works for you. How do you stay positive when you do auditions, you know, five or six times a week and all of that that goes along with being in the entertainment business? Um, I, I think it's easier for me because, um, and, and I don't want to generalize here. This is just my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, because I love it so much. And because honestly, I love Los Angeles so much and people have their issues with possibly the people here, the, the, the way of living or whatever that is. But I've met the most amazing people in my whole, I've lived in New York city. I lived in New York before I lived here. I lived in North Carolina. I'm from Florida. You know what I mean? Like I lived in Chicago for a bit. Like I've met some of the most amazing people here in Los Angeles. Um, I have my career and the things that have happened to me um, have all happened to me obviously here. And it's just, to me, it's a blessing and I'm super grateful. And I love the city so much. It inspires me every single day. I go hiking. I'm out listening to music, running errands in my car. And don't get me wrong. I am a very, I have, I do suffer from anxiety and depression and it's ups and downs. But um, when it comes to the industry and, and, and just having patience and just realizing that I'm doing the work that I need to be doing you know, every day and giving myself the time to like self-reflect slash like self-care whenever I, whenever I feel like I need to. And just, you know, it's, I don't know, I guess I just like it a lot. I don't know. I like the, I like the, I like the, what people would call the grind. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't even find you like it though. Yeah. That's, that's a different mentality, but there are so, to me, that's the, the most successful people like to grind to me, especially out there in that business where it's not, it's, it's not just about talent, it's about who you know, but also if you love that grind that LA gives you, then you're in the right place. You're in your happy spot because that's what it takes to, to survive out there and actually not just survive, but be very successful. And that, yeah, that always, struck me about you you do love that that hustle and bustle that grind of you know going up to the next step get up to the next ladder and okay this is what I'm going to do now and you're okay with that but what's even interesting about that is I don't even look at it like I well you can't people can't see but like I said the grind like in quotes because it's not even really that to me it's just honestly making connections with people and that is how I see it it's just like I'm, I'm, I meet people, I connect with them. We have conversations and I've been very lucky and very blessed. I think that because of the way that I think and because of the way that I am, I have mostly, I want to say attracted, um, people who, who are like-minded and who are, um, you know, I, I don't know, uh, kind of just, about supporting each other, about cheering each other on, about hyping each other up, about, you know, like a community of creatives that are just uplifting each other. And I think that's very important to find because if you don't have that here, um, it, it, it will be more difficult for sure. It'll grind you down actually, if you don't have that. But that leads me to, like I told you, it's like, I love this conversation because you and I talk a lot about the law of attraction and you're living proof of it because you, you said you're lucky that you attracted these people, but that's just you feeling the abundance that you have in this moment. Cause abundance is not about manifesting a million dollars. It's about being happy with the $10 that you have and feeling like you own the world with that 10 bucks. And you yeah. exemplify that as a human in your life, but that's why you attracted all these good people, right? Oh, for sure. And it's not easy. It takes work. Like it takes a lot of work to be able to like, you know, I was 
raised in um, a lack mentality. And, um, you know, it's still a habit that I have to sort of, even today, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I've been blessed this year to be able to, you know, um, just live off of like my acting jobs. And, you know, it's a dream come true. It's something that I've always, you know, dreamed of. And I, um, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot of work and it takes, um, like, go ahead. That's oh, my that's dog. She's barking. She barks on every podcast. So it's good with me. Um, it just takes a lot of work. Um, and I would say just kind of a routine that you build for yourself. Um, whatever that is for you, whether it's, working out, whether it's meditating, whether it's writing in a journal, whether it's listening to motivational speakers, whether it's reading, whether it's, you know, having a hobby, whether it's whatever that is, you know, like doing things outside of just worrying, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Finding something that brings joy um, is very important. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think that's why you've attracted such good people around you. And that's why I, you're successful to me because you've got that joy around you. You've got, and it is work because that's interesting that you grew up in that lack mentality. At What kind of practices did you use to reprogram yourself? Because you, my personal opinion, you've done a very good job of that because you grow up with the lack mentality and now you just look at everything like, this is abundance and this is abundance. This is abundance. This is okay. I'm good. Well, I mean, not everything. I still, like I said, I have my ups and downs, but you know, I, everything that I've ever wanted, I have right now in my life. Like I have my own place. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm an, I'm acting, I'm a working actor. And that includes auditions. Like, you know what I mean? Like auditioning is such a blessing. And honestly, like it's, you know, it takes a lot of mental strength and, you know, patience and a lot of working with it, with yourself in just, telling yourself that you're enough and that, that if you're doing the work now, that's, you know, an important part of it. Right. Like, and I, I, and I don't mean like, Oh, it's so hard. Like, because it is hard, but you know, that mentality of kind of like where it's like, if you're not busting your ass, if you're not like, you know, I don't know. It's just like that weird kind of like, you have to struggle, like coming from the struggle and like all those things, right? Like, it's not necessarily that it's just knowing what you want and then just taking the steps to get there and not worrying about how you're going to get there and just living that life. But also leading with love is the biggest, I would say, thing um, that I do. And I try to do every single day, no matter who comments on my social media, no matter who says what, no matter like whatever it is, it's just like letting that stuff kind of roll off of you and just like, don't let it penetrate because like, I know who I am. I know my worth. I know I'm a badass. I know that I deserve everything that I want. And so does everyone else. But you have to also give that. You have to give that those feelings, those emotions, those, you know, that feeling of, of caring and like loving other people and encouraging other people, because that is what will elevate us as a collective, you know, humanity, I think, you know, and I think we're getting there. I think the pendulum is going to, is swinging the other way now. It's probably going to take another generation or another hundred years. Um, but like, we're, we're, go- we're, we're heading there. I agree. And I'll just walk back a little bit for auditions. One of the things in my acting career, my limited one was to treat auditions like another chance to play. Totally. So you go in there with that kind of joy and wanting, okay, I get to go audition and 
I get to go play. I get to go step into the shoes of somebody else and play, just let it go. And I also agree with you too. And you said leading with love. I love that because that's a higher frequency, it's a higher vibration. And just even in my correspondence with you, you lead with love. So, and that's interesting that you say that, but now that makes sense because I'm like, she's always kind and generous to me and all of this. So you do lead with love. I try. I really do. I know I, I've been in many times in my life felt in, you know, where I have felt like alone or, you know, and I know that there are people out there who feel alone in what they're going through, whatever that is. And just, you know, being open to being there for someone. And, you know, then there's that also, there's that line though, that you have to, that you have to draw with yourself, you know, when you, cause I do this a lot, I overextend myself a lot and I have to just kind of like gauge how much, you know, so it's also about creating boundaries and that's with everyone, like everyone, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's creating those boundaries, you know, but also like something else about auditions that, you know, that you said it's a chance to, to play like, you know, there's so many rules, you know, there's so many rules to auditions. It's like, you need a blank background, like all these things like that are kind of static rules that we know that make your self tape better. Right. But when it comes to you playing and creating a character and, and doing things, you know what I mean? It's like, it's all about honestly, doing like I was doing a self-tip yesterday and my friend was like oh god what was it um oh uh I was playing a waitress in this thing and I was using cups right and he was like you know like some people feel weird about props and like whatever and I'm like well I understand like I'm not gonna take props into an in-person theatrical audition but I'm at my freaking house Okay. And mm-hmm. I'm self-taping this audition myself. I'm going to use a fucking prop. Okay. Right. <laughs> like I'm just, you know what I mean? Like it just, you know, like there's certain things that as you are in the industry, you realize that you can and can't do, but then within those parameters, within that structure, you can play and you can do certain things that, you know, that bring things to life for you. Which makes I agree. It fun. Yeah. It's not just that look to the left or look to the right. It's ways for you to to embody a character so you get to go and that was my I took a bunch of audition classes in Houston that's what my coach told me just treat it like place to play here are the rules yes here's how you do it but then go play just go play this is fun and that's I truthfully miss that part of the business because there's nothing like getting a script and having and to go play with it and coming up with who this person is writing a backstory all that it's a chance to play and it's a chance to be creative and i personally love the creative process because it expands your brain it's like reading a book you just get to go into another little world and you don't there's nothing there telling you how it should look it's really exciting and you know if you know who you are as an actor and what you have to bring to the table um it's really fun to well, first of all, there's so much in the script, like even if it's, you know, stage directions, like, you know, periods, exclamation points, like whatever that is, like it tells you so much about, and it's not just, I mean, the writer had an intention, you know what I mean? And it's like, how can you as an actor tell the story in the best way possible. You got to really pay attention to what is being said in the script. You got to really pay attention what you're doing. What what have you done before you got into this scene? Is there, you know, what's the moment before? Where are you going after? How is this person making you feel? You know, how are you making this person, you know, how are you making this person feel? You know, how many, you know, times in this, scene are you changing the way that you feel and what you're doing and like there's so much there's so much and it's super fun I mean I find it really fun (laughs) right and but yet to you that's not a grind that's you getting a chance to go and play and you know whether it's an under five script which is five lines for my audience or it's you know a, a two minute monologue 
that's in the middle of the script, it's still a chance to play. Oh, I love a co-star audition. I love it. People are like, oh, co-star auditions, like one line, blah, two lines. It's so like, whatever, not everyone. I'm, I don't want to generalize again, but yeah, there are people who I've heard say things like that. And to me, it's like, what can I do? And, you know, a lot of the times it is just saying that line, like having a moment before getting in there, saying the line and then getting the fuck out. Like, I get that. Yeah, absolutely. But and, but you've got to gauge that as an actor. Sometimes you you can tell, like, you know, it, if it's if it's a comedy, maybe you have a little bit more, like, leeway to, you know, to play around or, like, I always like to push a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like to be like, eh, what can I do here? You know, like, and if it's not what they're looking for, it's not what they're looking for. Like, I can't, like, I can only do me, you know? Like, that's just... Yeah. But that's such a grounding way of looking at everything. Just in life, no matter what you're doing, you can only do you. Right. And I love that you love to just leave that on the table. And you know the rules. That's what makes you an effect. That's why I wanted you on this podcast, because I knew I, I would get into some good stuff. And not just the industry. The industry's great. And I'm so proud of you for just staying so positive, because I know you've had a lot of hurdles to get here to where you have looked at the world with sunshine and rainbows and unicorns pretty much every day. And yeah, you, I know you do get down and we all do, but you get yourself back up probably better than most boxers. But, you know, I, um, I mean, just recently, just this weekend on Monday, I was like, or on Sunday, I was a wreck. Like I did not leave step one foot out of my house till 7 45 PM. And I was like, okay, like, but I think in moments like that, you know, I'm getting better at being kinder to myself and not beating myself up so much for feeling these things because it is natural to feel certain ways. And it's just giving yourself, being kind with yourself and being gentle with yourself and which I'm still working on. I'm, I'm, I've always been very hard on myself and a perfectionist because of the way that I was raised. I wasn't given room to make mistakes or else I would be punished, you know? So like, Uh it's, 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 it's something that I've had to work through and I'm still working through. Um, but I am slowly, you know, I listen to Abraham Hicks. I love Abraham Hicks. Um, I, you know, listen to her pretty much every day. Um, sometimes multiple times a day and just like I go on um on YouTube and I just like she has these like 14 minute intervals of like talks like clips of talks that she's done at her seminars and stuff Mm -hmm. and um I just like listen to one right after the other and every one is just you know it's so enlightening. You learn so much about, you know, people and what they're going through and, and the things that, that are happening, you know? Um, and it's crazy. She does these cruises. She only does, she does like, now she's doing like workshops, like, um, like webinar kind of things, but yep. then mm-hmm. she mostly does just like cruises and right. I'm thinking of doing one. She has one or like, she has this like thing in Amsterdam in 2022 in June or something. And, um, I think that'd be so dope. She's, um, you know, I would agree. I want to get better at, like, how are you at affirmations? Like, she's she's incredible. Like, she's obviously like a spiritual, like a a teacher. But like, I have trouble kind of like. So her thing is like one of her things is you know, you, a lot of people think that in order to manifest something, you have to think about it 24 seven, or you have to like put a lot of attention to it, or it's gotta Mm -hmm. be like, okay, like this is what Mm -hmm. I want. I want this, this, it's just like, you know what I mean? Like I have this, I have this, um, calendar and then I write all my stuff on there and I write like audition and book, audition and book, audition and book, audition and book. Like I just like, I know I've put it out there. Like, you know what I mean? It's out there. I just have to be ready for it. You know what I mean? Like it's. Well, it's, it's that, but it's like one of my friends, she's a life coach here. And she said, write down 25 reasons why for whatever you want to manifest. 
to sit down on a piece of paper and write down that. And I had uh, on my podcast about two months ago, Ginny Gain, who's a law of attraction life coach, and she's got a podcast. Her and Cassie Parks have a podcast, and they're really good. They're always upbeat. I think you'd like it. Uh, but she talked about she just went on a, uh, an Alaskan Abraham Hicks cruise. Oh, cool. Yeah, and, yeah. She has all those. And she just absolutely freaking loved it. But how I do it, there's times where you get into that mode where you're in, you know how sometimes you'll go and you'll find that Abraham Hicks law of attraction thing and you she'll just do a rampage. Yes. And that's just a vibration. And then I, I can get into a rampage in journaling. That's how I get there. Where yeah, also I'm like, like, yeah. I think I just need to meditate more. Like that's my biggest, that's one of my biggest hurdles, I think, is that I know how beneficial meditation is. And it's not necessarily the word meditation or whatever that means to people. Like that isn't necessarily beneficial to everyone. But what I mean is finding a time during the day where you are not worrying, not focusing on like, you know, thoughts, like just breathing and, you know, stuff is going to come into your head and you're going to like, you know, but just for me, it's meditating. So doing that, I think is another step that I need to take that I haven't been really consistent with that I know will help me. So you do the YouTube Abraham Hicks. She's got those meditation ones that are 15 minutes. Do those because it teaches you the breathing. Should on those, and she's got like five of them. I've got there's an app, and I've got on the app I bought years ago when I lived in LA when I first started doing this, and it has all of them on there. And there's it just teaches you how to breathe, and it. All you do is listen to the music and the music has a cadence. And she talks about that. It has a cadence for you to breathe in and breathe out. And she tells you when to breathe in and breathe out. That's right. Have, right. So just do that. 15 minutes a day. First thing in the morning when you're and what I've done lately, and not that this is about me, but it might be beneficial to you. She talks about this and I've been recently doing it. It's when I go to sleep, I know that's where there's no resistance. And I get kind of jacked up when I go to sleep because I'm like, oh, there's no resistance. Mm. So and that, uh, to me, that's kind of cool because sleep and meditation are the best times to lose resistance to anything. Because I know I have blocks for money personally. And I know what they are. And I've got to get over it because I know, like, for instance, Los Angeles was a money block for me. And I'm not sure, and I've got to get over that. And that's what's inhibiting me to go forward Yeah. here now. And I'm okay with that. I know I had that epiphany last week. I'm like, oh, that's it, you know? So I know I've, I've got work to do. But just like with you, you have this grind, but yeah, you're like, I know I'm a badass. And I write that all the time in my journal, all the time. Whether I believe it or not, I'll write it. And I'll just... Cause I know I just like right now I'm going through, a, I'm in between jobs. So I'm going through the loss of a job that I really loved. And now I have to go find another one. So what that mean? And I know I'll find a job. That's not the hard part. It's, but right. still staying positive through all of it. That's the challenge, but just talking to you jacks me up. So I'm good. Oh, good. That makes me feel happy. The thing is, it is hard. Life is hard. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, because we've made it hard. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) we've the like societal kind of pressures and just the things that we were raised believing and all of it. It's just so we make it so difficult. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know, make this a political thing, but capitalism and just like all the bullshit, you know what I mean? Just everything that that has been created, you know, around us who are just, you know, and it's like, people are like, oh, it's the grind. It's the hustle. It's the struggle. It's, you've got to work, you know, this amount of hours or else you're nothing. Like you can't like, da da da. And it's like, it's so much 
and we base our our um um what's that word like how we feel uh, you know like our about esteem. ourselves our esteem our self-esteem yeah we build our self-esteem on that like it's a lot and yeah. i i know like i'm you know i worry about a lot of shit i worry about a lot <laughs> of stupid shit you know what i mean like for me because I, I suffer from like a certain kind of like anxiety where for me it's like stuff that has to do with death like death is like a really big like issue for me and like I think about it a lot and it's something that's like you know how do you stop that from happening you know what I mean you just gotta like recharge every day and kind of just like do things that that as much as you can that make you happy you know what I mean like you have to try so it's it's not easy it's definitely not easy (laughs) no but you gotta find things that work for you like today I pushed my you know, I had that little pit thing in my stomach about this tradition that I'm going through. And I'm like, I hated it. And I'm like, okay, I've decided I made a decision. This is what I'm going to have for dinner. So I, I don't have a car here. And so I rode my bike to Walmart and back, which is great because that was five miles. That was wonderful. Wow. That was absolutely freaking one. And then it's the heat here and humidity, whatever. I got a good sweat in, but that was really good for me. And then I'm like, and then I looked at the clock. I'm like, oh, I got a podcast that day. Cool. That's even better. You know, and it just, I forced myself to do that, even though I really didn't want to get on the bike. I really wanted to call one of my friends and say, can you take me to the store? And I could have been lazy, but I knew that the bike ride was going to be good for me. And it was, it was wonderful. And I talk about this on my podcast all the time, but I go by this little itty bitty field. And I always see the eight-year-old version of myself. And talk about retraining your brain. Because the eight-year-old is when my trauma happened. But now I have the eight-year-old version of me who, I, every time I go by that thing, I, I get a message. And some people think that's crazy. I'm like, whatever. I take it because his message was there's magic coming to you. I'm yeah. Like, cool. And but my eight-year-old what? now is proud of me. What? those messages that you're getting and then people like who are you getting messages from like what are you getting messages from where like those messages are coming from your inner being just from yourself i know isn't that cool anybody it's not coming from like a you know what people consider like a divine like what people label as god like that's you like oh yeah i could do an entire two hours of podcast yep yeah, you know, a lot of people have this like thought that God is something outside of yourself. And it's just like, that's just something that, you know, what we consider or we label as organized religion came up with to have to keep you in control. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You and I are on the same way. Yep. But we have that power. We all have that divinity because. You know, I had a long therapy slash wine session with my friend last night, and we talked about that, about that exact thing, about the divinity that we all possess, because we all have it. And I agree with you 100%. That message was coming from me. And I just, I look at it as a happy thing, because I look at the eight-year-old me cheering me on, saying, I'm so proud that you turned out so well, you know, and that's saying a lot. That's really awesome, right? So, and that is, I totally and 110% agree with you. That's from my inner being. Absolutely. That divine part of myself. That's so cool that you said that too. That makes me feel even better. Yeah. It's like we're, you know, we're like an onion. We're, we're, we're just, you know, peeling layers of ourselves till we get to, you know, like all these, all of these things that like negative thoughts that we have, all of these, um, you know, doubts and worries are coming from the outside world. And they started with our parents and they started with, you know, and I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I want to blame my parents for this or like whatever. And, and that's not what people mean when they say that they've been affected by the things that they're, because you know, our parents didn't have the language. They just didn't know. They didn't, they didn't realize, you know, what they were 
you know, back then people just have had kids to have kids. Like they didn't even realize like, Hey, I don't have to have kids. Like I can, you know, I can be okay with myself first. I can make sure that I have, you know, that I'm like mentally stable or that I, that I can, you know, create a good life for my children emotionally and mentally, you know what I mean? Like there was a lot of physical and emotional abuse that a lot of people went through because that was just the norm. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people now are a lot more aware of, you know, really trying their best to let their kids um, kind of figure out who they are and make decisions for themselves, which I wasn't allowed to do as a kid. Like every decision was made for me. I wasn't allowed to have decisions. I wasn't allowed to make choices. You know what I mean? Right. And it helped them. Well, kind of give them some boundaries in which to make those decisions but it also gives them some freedom to go who is this who am i and so they do it naturally as opposed to you know in some sort of ritual you know like the the boy has to play baseball and the girl has to play with cells who cares right figure all out who they are norms and all these right. things but like even on a day-to-day like you know, a lot of kids, and I feel like it's different now because I see my friends that have kids kind of letting their children, you know, learn from their mistakes. Like I wasn't allowed to make mistakes. I wasn't allowed to, it was like, oh, this isn't how you color. You color inside the lines. Oh, this isn't how you do this. You do it like this. Oh, this isn't how you, right, right. I mean, the difference between like, you know, teaching your kids what you consider to be right from wrong, or obviously don't touch the stove because it's burning hot and you're going to burn your hand. Right. Absolutely. But there's certain limits, but. Right. But like, you know, there are times where, you know, I, I watch my friend's kids and they, and just watching them process, you know what I mean? And it's just like, they're not going to get things on the first try, but eventually they'll get it. Like, just let them figure it out. That's great because that's what we needed for us as adults. Both you and I are, are doing this reprogramming process with be it law of attraction, be it journaling, be it meditation, be it just understanding humanity, understanding, you know, the collective consciousness that we live in that and under, all of those things we're doing because we've got to figure out how to reprogram what they did. It's, it's not a blame game. It's just, this is what happened. And I read, saw something on my uh, Facebook, somewhere on social media. It says we were all children watching our parents grow up. Oh, totally. Right. Totally. Like, wow. Think about your parents in that way. I had a conversation with a friend about that. It's like, when you start seeing your parents as humans, not as your parents, that's when you shift your consciousness about who you are and realize you can change who you are. Totally. Right. And also that your parents are human beings. They're not just your parents. So it's okay. Right. right. So it's okay to create boundaries and it's okay to say, this isn't okay. And it's okay to, you know, I know many people, you know, in, Oh crap. Hold on one second. Um, I know many people who are like, oh, but I can't tell my mom that she's my mom or like, oh, I can't like not do this because they're my, my parents or like whatever. And it's like, no, you can. They're human beings and they can handle it. Like, you know what I mean? Like if they've affected uh-huh. you or if there's something that they've that they've said or done or whatever that, oh, but that's just the way they are and I accept it fine but if it makes you feel some type of way about it then you deserve to address it whether whatever comes out of it or or not but you know creating boundaries is also just communicating you know absolutely and that for me you know a couple parts of that it goes back to i'm not going to remember all four of them but the four agreements which is always do your best you know, integrity, never make assumptions. And I can't remember the fourth one. I always never remember the fourth, the fourth one. one is be impeccable with your word. Right. The that integrity. The most yeah. important right. one for sure. Be impeccable with your word. Don't make assumptions. Don't expect anything from other people. Um, and then yeah. Yeah, the fourth one. 
I never remember that one. I don't know why I don't, but I, it, and I remember the moment I got that and it's always helped me as my guidebook for living life. Cause I've got on my mirror in my bathroom. I've got them sticky notes with those four things on there. And I also have one other sticky note that says, what, what are you doing to make Kelly 2.0 happy? Right. You know, cause you kind of, I'm always thinking about, because when I meditate, I see my future self all the time. And that's, that's what keeps me going. And that's what, that's my drive. That's my grind. That's my hustle. Everything else. Like, I love this podcast. This is great. I looked at my dog. And I'm like, I got to do my job. Let me, leave me alone. <laughs> like, I, this is a job, but it's not, this is not work. This is talking to people about who they are and, collecting ideas and I learned about myself just as much as you learn about yourself. And it also helps my guests kind of speak freely about who they are and maybe refine that a little bit. Totally. Now totally. I love, I love giving that gift on my podcast because it, they, most of them will walk away like, Oh, wow. I didn't think about that about myself or this is really cool. And it, you know, that's, what's fun. And as much as we think that we are, you know, aware and all of these things, like I've also realized that I'm not as open-minded as I think I am. You know what I mean? It's like, there's still so much learning, you know, to do. And, you know, that's where, you know, people get into these like back and forths about like, you know, the far leftists and the conservatives and like all these things and the left when the right and like all these things and like both sides are just can be fucking assholes. And it's just, you know what I mean? It, like it's, I don't want to talk about, okay, I'm not gonna talk about politics, but um, you know, it's, I wish that more people just really thought and it's hard it's very difficult to think about other people as human beings and their feelings and without your agenda getting in the way it's very difficult it's well, very difficult and i found that that's my calling because i am started on an outline for a book about empathy because that's what it boils down to because when you like Okay, I know you've gone through some very traumatic things, but I, I'm here to tell you I don't know what that feels like, but I can also say, gosh, I know what pain and trauma feels, and I try to be as empathetic as I can, give you a safe holding space, and I just, I think that's lacking so much in our entire society, and for that pendulum, as you talked about, to shift, we have to shift that consciousness to that empathy side. Totally. That's when the change happens. Because then all of a sudden people are talking. And as you talked about, communication. And it's not having empathy for people that, for just for people that think just like you. It's having empathy for people who think completely opposite of you and who you think are, no. you know, you know, and then. Oh, I agree. It, it's tough. It's, it's a tough, tough thing. It's, it's very, it's very hard to do, but. What I found as I like my latest thing is why am I paying for all these news channels on my cable TV when I don't watch them? Cause I don't watch that stuff. Cause I just don't want to get sucked into that. It just, it's not healthy for me. And if I can create a consciousness for myself, I'll be, you know, aspire to be a lot like you where I will keep attracting those kinds of people around me that are like-minded like you, like a couple of friends of mine that are in the coaching business like myself. And I can eliminate all that noise and create a society for at least for myself to where I've got these people that not are echo chambers to believe everything I believe, but at least they're at a higher conscious level. 100%. Yeah. But I think that's what you do. You're doing in Hollywood, which is a very hard thing to do in that town where people only like you for what you can do for them. And you've managed to just, all right, I, I'm not going to be that person. That, and you, it's sorry. interesting that you have that thought because I don't, I don't necessarily believe that. 
but that's what you feel like you've experienced, which is completely valid. Sure it is. But what's beautiful about you is you looked at, you didn't even think that thought, which is a great way to look at the world. Cause I, I got warned about that thought walking into LA. Now I remember it specifically and maybe that, you know, screwed my judgment a little bit. I always just realized that everybody wants something. Everybody. I want something. You want something. You wanted me to be on this podcast. That's wanting something. I, you know what I mean? Like everyone wants something from you and you just have to think, you know, it's like, unless it's eliciting, unless it's like sex or like some kind of like really bad, like, you know, something like really bad. Right. Right. Yeah. we all want something from someone and we are all technically manipulating each other and using each other to get what we want. But those words, those words are not exactly what, what I think or what. No, but Again, that's why I wanted you on this podcast because you sidestepped that whole train of thought and you have built that that society around yourself of these like-minded people and you have attracted that at a higher vibrational level. And I think that's what's what I find you inspiring. Thanks. Yeah, no, I um I really appreciate that very much. And I think that's part of my purpose. Uh, you know, after you know, going through cancer and like having that happen and then just kind of having to shift, you know, that was a big before that, um, you know, I, I had a lot of, I didn't have a lot of belief in myself and going through that twice really just made me be really made me see myself in a different light. And, you know, realizing that I don't have to tell anybody anything. I don't have to say, Hey, you should do this or, Hey, you should live like this or, Hey, you should believe this. I just need to live my life and lead by example. And if somebody wants, gets inspired by that. And if somebody feels that they can, you know, follow in my footsteps or just like, you know, get some ideas from me or whatever that is, if that's what I can provide for someone, some confidence or some, whatever that is, then, you know, that's great. That's what drew me to you. And that's why I wanted you on this podcast. And yeah, I wanted that because I wanted to hear your voice and learn from you because you are inspiring. You really are. And you've done it the right way. And at a higher vibrational level for me, that's very inspiring. Thank you. That really means a lot. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, you know, all the talks we've had before, and I know you've got to run here in a couple of minutes. So I, that's part of the reason why I wanted you here because I just wanted to see and I yeah I wanted something from that because I wanted to learn from you a little bit but I also wanted the people to hear your story because I think you are a remarkable woman and you do lead with love (laughs) that's so sweet I really appreciate that thank you very much and I want to and I and I and I believe that and I believe that about myself Mm -hmm. and um you know I um I want everyone to, cause we are all just so remarkable. We're all so unique and we all have so much to bring so much love to give so much to give to the world period. You know what I mean? We just need to work on ourselves a little bit more in order to, to be able to see that. And that's the hard part. You know, it's like, fuck, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. To, uh, yeah. But I always go back and I don't remember who said it, but I always go back to the, there is no darkness without light. So no matter what you're going through, there's light somewhere. Right. Yeah. So if you're in a dark place, there's always light. Yeah, totally. There's, dark does not exist without light. It's physics, you know, from a physics perspective, it's not possible. But even yeah. from what you're going through, it's not possible. Because so just by and that's what you do. You lead with love and you lead with light. And that's your gift. But I, I, knew think, that. I think that's everyone's gift. I think it's, I think so too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone, hopefully lead with we, love. 
we can all just do it and as best we can really, but yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, I know you have to get off the horn here because you got another appointment, but any last second thoughts, anything you want to share? I mean, you know, thank you so much for having me and for, you know, wanting to pick my brain and, you know, have this conversation because mm -hmm. I think it's important to sort of talk things out, um, things that you're thinking, things that you are just like needing to get off your chest, you know, and honestly, you know, we could both talk for hours and hours and hours, but um, <laughs> I know. There'll be a part two, like in a few months, a part two, and we'll make it like something like fun and like interactive maybe with like people who listen. Something right. Fun. It will be. Uh, do you want to tell anybody or everybody where you, they can find you on social media if they want to reach out or just follow your journey? Yeah. What's the best way um, to get you? I would say um, Instagram would probably be the best and it's just at my first and last name, Natasha, mm -hmm. at Natasha Galano, N-A-T-A-S-H-A-G-A-L-A-N-O. Um, and I'm going to be on two episodes of General Hospital coming up. So really exciting. You're going to be on GH? Yeah. Wow. On the 14th, in two days, I think it, it's the first episode that's going to be on. So that'll be. That's wickedly cool. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be super, super. I have a friend of mine that I've known for forever. She's big into the soaps. And I had a former soap star on my podcast. I was an action coach. Jay Eddie Peck was big, like thousands, hundreds and hundreds of episodes on like all my children, young and the restless and like uh, one life to live. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah those, were all, so. those all existed. They don't exist anymore, but they all existed. <laughs> Yes, all of those are, you know, so that's just so cool. And I'm really proud of you and thank proud you. of you and your journey. Thank and, you. and thank you for the up, you know, the bump too, because I feel better now. But I always feel better after my podcast. It's like an endorphin rush for me. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad that we had this conversation and that we could, you know, shift energies. That's what it's all about, you know. It is leading with love and shifting some energies. I agree. That's perfect. I do appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate you very much. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. We'll talk soon, babe. We will. Okay.